0: Welcome back, friends. Bill Creasy here with Friday's episode of Scripture Uncovered. On Wednesday, we left off with a love story, the meeting and marriage of Isaac and Rebecca. And today we pick up right where we left off. I'm turning to Genesis chapter 25, beginning at verse 19. Now, this is the account of Abraham's son, Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean from Padan-Aram, and sister of Uncle Laban, the Aramean. Now Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was barren. Now that's a repeating theme in scripture. Remember, Sarah was barren. That's what prompted her to bring Hagar into Abraham's home as a surrogate mother. Well, now, Rebekah is barren as well, and it will be an ongoing theme all the way up into the New Testament. But Isaac prayed for his wife, and the Lord answered his prayer, and his wife Rebekah became pregnant. The babies jostled each other within her, and she said, oh they why is this happening to me? I'd rather be dead than Go through all this. So she inquired of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. Well, when the time came for her to give birth, sure enough, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to come out was red, red and his whole body was like a hairy garment, little red-headed kid covered in hair. So they named him Harry. No, they named him Esau, which means red. After this, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel, trying to pull him back in and get out first. He was named Jacob, which means the deceiver. Now Isaac was 60 years old when Rebekah gave them birth. So Isaac and Rebekah met in the Negev as the camels approached and we had the wonderful love scene. But they're married 20 years before they have children. And now they do. And much like Abraham having children in his old age, well, Isaac's getting up there. He's going to have favorites. And so will Rebekah. Now the boys grew up, and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was a quiet man staying among the tents. So Esau was a man's man. He was captain of the football team. He was a big, strong, fellow, red-headed guy. Jacob, well, he liked being among the tents with the women cooking and being quiet. Well, being sly, that's for sure. Now, Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, the man's man, the hunter. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Now, there's a recipe for disaster. Remember, Abraham loved his first son, Ishmael, son of Hagar. But Sarah loved Isaac. And that was nothing but trouble. Well, here it goes again. The sins of the first generation cascade down to the second and the third, and so on. Now, once when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country, famished. He had been out hunting. He said to Jacob, quick, let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished. And that's why it was also called Edom, meaning red. Jacob replied with a smirk on his face. First, sell me your birthright. Remember he tried to steal that birthright at birth, trying to pull Esau back in while he got out first. Now there's an opportunity. First, sell me your birthright. Hey, look, I'm about to die here. What good's a birthright to me? Just give me some stew. Jacob says, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. What's the birthright? Come on, I'm hungry here. Then Jacob gave Esau some of the bread and some of the lentil stew. And he ate and drank, wiped his mouth on his sleeve, belched, and left. So Esau despised his birthright. Now, when Isaac was old and his eyes were so weak that he could no longer see, he called for Esau, his older son, and he said to him, My son, now notice that Isaac is old and his eyes were so weak that he could no longer see. Rabbinical lore tells us that at the sacrifice of Isaac, when Abraham had Isaac on the altar and had him by the neck and was about to cut his throat with that knife, that tears fell from Abraham's eyes into Isaac's, blinding him, causing the weak eyes. Now, there's nothing in Scripture about that, but it's a lovely tale. Isaac called for Esau. He said, My son. Here I am, he answered. And Isaac said, Oh, I'm now an old man, and I don't know the day of my death. Now, get your weapons, your quiver and bow, and go out to the open country to hunt some wild game for me. Prepare for me the kind of tasty food that I like and bring it to me to eat. So I might give you my blessing before I die. Now, can't you just see this old man? He knows exactly what he's doing. He is pushing all the right buttons. Now, Rebekah was listening as Isaac spoke to his son Esau. And when Esau left for the open country to hunt game and bring it back, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, Listen. I overheard your father say to your brother Esau, Bring me some game and prepare me some tasty food to eat, that I may give you my blessing in the presence of the Lord before I die. Now you listen to me, my son, and you listen carefully and do what I tell you. Go out to the flock, bring me two choice young goats, so I can prepare some tasty food for your father just the way he likes it then take it to your father to eat, so that he may give you his blessing before he dies. Rebecca Oh, this is shrewd. Jacob said to Rebecca, his mother But but Mom, my brother Esau is a hairy man. I got I got smooth skin. Handsome fellow, you know. What what if my father touches me and It would appear I'd be tricking him. I'd bring down a curse on myself rather than a blessing. His mother said, My son, let the curse fall on me. Just do what I tell you. Get up there. Go out and get it for me. If we thought Sarah was a tough cookie, well, Rebecca is pretty tough herself. But unlike Sarah, Rebecca is very shrewd. So Jacob went and he got them. He brought them to his mother and she prepared some tasty food just the way his father liked. And then Rebekah took the best clothes of Esau, her older son, which she had in the house, and put them on her younger son, Jacob. And she also covered his hands and a smooth part of his neck with goat skins. So I guess Esau was indeed a hairy man. And then she handed to her son Jacob, the tasty food and the bread that she had made. He went to his father. Now imagine, he goes into his father's tent. Isaac, old, eyes so weak that he could barely see. He went to his father and he said, in Esau's voice, My father? Yes, my son. Who is it? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Please sit up and eat some of my game so that you may give me your blessing. Isaac thought, No, something's not right here. Isaac asked his son, How did you find it so quickly, my son? The Lord your God gave me success, he replied. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Uh, Come come over here so I can touch you, my son, to know whether you're really my son Esau or not. Jacob went close to his father Isaac, who touched him. Isaac put his arm around Jacob's neck and he felt the hair on the back of his neck. And he said, The voice is the voice of Jacob. Trying to pretend to be Esau. But the hands are the hands of Esau, covered in goatskin. <laughs> he didn't recognize him. His hands were hairy like those of his brother Esau. So he blessed him. Are, are you really my son Esau? He asked. I am, he replied. And then he said, My son, Bring me some of your game to eat so that I may give you my blessing. So Jacob brought it to him and he ate and he brought him some wine and he drank. Now, it's always puzzled me. I've eaten goat many a time, particularly in our travels in the Middle East. It's delicious, but it doesn't taste like wild game. But, loved it his father said father Isaac said to him come here my son kiss me so he went to him and kissed him and when Isaac caught the smell of his clothes he said ah the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed (laughs) so Esau smelled like a field freshly manured (laughs) The smell of my son is like the smell of a field the Lord is blessed. May God give you of heaven's dew, of the earth's richness, an abundance of grain and new wine. May nations serve you and peoples bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may the sons of your mother bow down before you. May those who curse you be cursed and those who bless you be blessed. Now after Isaac finished blessing him and Jacob had scarcely left his father's presence, his brother Esau came in from hunting. He, too, prepared some tasty food. I imagine he perhaps had some ibex. He prepared it, brought it to his father. And then he said to him, My father, sit up and eat. Eat some of my game so that you may give me your blessing. His father Isaac asked, Who who are you? I, I'm, I'm your son, your firstborn, Esau. Isaac trembled violently. And he said, Who was it then that honey game and brought it to me? I, I ate it just before you came and I blessed him and, and I can't take the blessing back. And when Esau heard his father's words, he burst out with a loud and bitter cry, and he said to his father, Well, bless me, bless me too, my father. But he said, Your your brother came deceitfully. Told you Jacob's name meant the deceiver. Your brother came deceitfully and took your blessing. Esau said, Isn't he rightly named Jacob the deceiver? He has deceived me these two times. He took my birthright, and now he's taken my blessing. And then he asked, Haven't you reserved any blessing for me? Isaac answered Esau, I have made him lord over you, and have made all his relatives his servants, and have sustained him with grain and new wine. He's got the inheritance as the firstborn. What what can I do for you, my son? I have nothing left. Esau said to his father, "Do, Do you have only one blessing, my father? Please bless me too. And Esau wept. His father Isaac answered, Your dwelling will be away from the earth's richness, away from the dew of heaven above. You will live by the sword and you will serve your brother. And when you grow restless, you will throw his yoke. From off your neck. What a little twerp. I don't like Jacob very much here. Now Esau held a grudge against Jacob. Can't blame him because of his blessing. The blessing his father had given him. And he said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are near. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. I would never do anything to hurt dad. But once he's gone, this little twerp is a dead man. When Rebecca was told what her oldest son Esau had done, she sent for her youngest son Jacob and said to him, your brother Esau is consoling himself with the thought of killing you. And I don't doubt, but he'll do it. Now then, my son, do as I say. Flee at once to my brother, Uncle Laban and Haran. Remember Laban, the sly old fox? Stay with him for a while until your brother's fury subsides. Let him cool down. When your brother is no longer angry with you and forgets what you did to him, I'll send word that you should come back here. Why should I lose both of you in one day? And then Rebecca said to Isaac, I am disgusted living because of these Hittite women that Esau is marrying and bringing home. If Jacob takes a wife from among the women of this land, the Hittite women, Hittite women like like these, I'd rather be dead than live with these horrible women. So Isaac called for Jacob. And he blessed him and commanded him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman. Now, you remember Abraham sent his servant Eleazar of Damascus to Haran to get a wife for Isaac? Now, Isaac is doing the very same thing for Jacob. Go at once to Paden Aram to the house of your mother's father, Bethuel. Take a wife for yourself there from among the daughters of Uncle Laban, your mother's brother. And may God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and increase your numbers until you become a community of people. And may he give you and your descendants the blessing given to Abraham so that you may take possession of the land while you where you now live as an alien, the land God gave to Abraham. And then Isaac sent Jacob on his way, and he went to Paddan Aram, to Uncle Laban, son of Bethuel the Aramaean, the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Do you get that? Shrewd Rebekah made Isaac feel that it was his decision to send Jacob away. When in fact, she's already told him to go. Now Esau learned that Isaac had blessed Jacob and had sent him to Padan Aram to take a wife from there. And that when he blessed him, he commanded him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman. In other words, don't marry the kind of girls your brother Esau is dragging home. Do not marry a Canaanite woman. And that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother and gone to Paden Aram. So, what did Esau do? Esau realized how displeasing the Canaanite women were to his father Isaac, so he went to Ishmael, Ishmael, Isaac's half brother, and he married Mahalath the daughter of Nebiath, and the daughter of Ishmael, son of Abraham, in addition to the two Canaanite wives they already had. Huh, mom and dad don't like the Canaanite wives? Wait, do I bring home one of the relatives of Uncle Ishmael. Huh, that'll really get them. They want a miserable life? I'll give them a miserable life. Well, the decisions being made, the family decisions being made in these stories with Abraham, and his wife, Sarah, with Isaac and his wife, Rebecca, it's setting up a pattern that will continue all the way through Genesis. Sarah, namesake of my grandmother. She was a tough cookie, all right. Rebecca, she was not so tough as she was shrewd. Well, we're meeting some very interesting women of the Bible in these podcasts. So we'll be back on it. When Jacob gets up to Uncle Laban, what's he going to find there? Ha ha, another woman of the Bible. No, two women. No, six women. Just wait until we get there. All right, see you on Monday. Blessings to all of you. Bye-bye now.